0: Hi, I'm Pete Price. My podcast this week is with Gary Skiner. He has some very interesting points to make about the COVID jab. He also is a comic. He's got a disability. He never lets it get him down. He's written a book, You Can't, You Won't. He'll tell you all about it. Join me now with Gary life. Live. Hello, Gary.
1: Good evening, Peter. How
0: are you? I'm very well indeed. Can we ask where you are?
1: I'm in Insurance, which is in the Canary Islands, basically. Uh, the weather's been incredible, incredibly nice through the last couple of days. It's been great.
0: So are you holidaying or working? No, just work. It's just a low degree, no work. No work, no work. Very cold of a night, uh, but yep.
1: during the day, absolutely fantastic, mate, really
0: great. Now I've got to ask, as you're now a pilot, did you fly your family there? <laughs> <laughs> Not
1: with wings this
0: size, mate, no. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, um, I worked with you recently, and I think you've developed into a fine comic now. Uh, you found yourself, and I said to him, you know, we're dead honest, us, all of us, um, in our industry, because that's why we get on and we all take criticism. I think you've found, f- found your level. I-, I love your comedy now. I thought you were very, very funny. Very, very funny. It was great to work with you. That's nice of you, Peter. Thank you very much. So, um, I wanted to talk some serious things now tonight, um, and I'm delighted you joined us on the show. First of all, because uh, you were born with this physical uh, disability, which is horrendous because of the drug thalidomide, where does that leave yeah. you with the COVID jab? With me, Peter, it's...
1: Um you know, there was a Russian judgment back in the 1960s. But not a rusted judgment, a rush greed, to be honest. Um, this drug that was given to my mum, you know, I mean, we've all had a bad night on the clock. We've We've all overdone the drink. And if somebody could give you a quick fix on a Sunday morning to stop you projectile vomiting after you've consumed too much alcohol, you would take it. And my mum, uh, under the guidance of a GP, which was, of course, sanctioned by the government of the day, said that this drug would stop morning sickness, and it was prescribed as a medical drug, which it was. It stopped the morning sickness, but nobody knew what it was doing inside the womb to an unborn child. And, well, they did know what it was doing inside the, uh, the womb, but the... For reasons better known to themselves, Profit, Uh, they decided to keep on prescribing it and watching deformed babies churn out year after year, day after day, and that's that's where the criminal act is, the fact that they knew what it was doing and didn't stop it.
0: So because of that, Gary... How do you feel? And 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 this was my original question because you told us your what happened there. How do you feel about the COVID jab? Uh, Are you against it or for it?
1: I'm for it. I'm for it, people. Purely, simply because you. I've got so many. I mean, like you, have you know so many people like I did, and you've got these people who are saying, you know, uh, the G five masks are going to kill us and. Uh, God knows all these conspiracy theories um, but these ministers have taken it themselves the families have taken it uh, and it's clearly making a difference to people uh, the hospital admissions, the people that are in hospital who are gravely ill have not been vaccinated and we've moved on so much from thalidomide uh, because of thalidomide the drug regulation in this country and around the world uh, uh, it's made a difference to it. Um, we're the guinea pigs, piece. We got through the gates, you know. They, it's just the pharmaceutical industry have said, "Thanks very much for alerting us to the dangers of these drugs." And now you can shut up. Yeah. And, they, and they've just basically um, forgotten us. We're really the forgotten disaster. That when it comes to something like COVID, where there are stuff that's tested and tested and tested again. Um, w- which way do you go with it, pizza? I yeah. mean, do you take it? If you don't take it, you get it and you die. If you if you if you do take it and you have a cardiac arrest because your body's not used to what's going in there, it's it, it's a very difficult one to go. But for me, yeah. because of because of the tests, I believe that there's sufficient and stringent sort of tests in place, yeah, to
0: secure you know to to give us all peace of mind. There we are. You've heard it from Gary Skiner on my show. Brilliant. Thank you for that. Now, the book, You Can't, You Won't. Why did you want to write it, and how hard was it to write?
1: Well, if I had a tenor, Peter, for the, every time somebody said to me, you can't and you won't, I'd be a very wealthy man. I wouldn't be a further venture, now. I would be somewhere further afield. the field. It, the amount of people that just write you off because of the way you look. And I've proved, I think, beyond any reasonable doubts, that it's all in the mind. Any physical disability or any uh, capabilities that you feel that you haven't got, uh, it's all in your head. If you want to do it, go out there and do it. And, you know, nobody's ever told me no. If they have done it, it's like a red rag to a
0: book. You know, I I believe yeah. I can do with everything under the sun. I I think that you
1: lot are disabled, not me.
0: <laughs> Gary, was it hard to write?
1: Um, I think if you've read it yet, Pete, and I'm not going to test you on it. By the way, but if you've read it, it's a roller coaster ride. It's it it tells you all the downsides, the cheats, and the the lies and the conspiracies that went on just to sell the drug. But it also comes across as the the uh, inspirational stories of the people who didn't want this uh, bestowed on them. But unfortunately, like winning the lottery, the totally race of the lottery, we were dealt really a bad hand and had to get on with it and had to, had to survive. It, you know, we had to... Deal with the yeah. hand that we, would gi- we were given. That's as simple as that, and and that's what we've done. you know, a lot of people say to me, "What came first, the personality or the disability?" I couldn't answer you that. I couldn't tell you whether the personality was home by the disability or vice versa. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I because if I didn't have an iron in left arm and a fourteen inch size, I'd just be an ordinary Joe. You know, I would, I'd be no different to any other comic or any other person on the street, but I stand out physically, and I want to stand out from a uh, from a mental health point of view of someone who who's you to say, oh, there's Gary, the poor disabled boy. There's Gary, the high achiever. And that's, a, that's what I would, like, wrote on my gravestone when I died. That's
0: lovely. If you've just joined us, I'm talking to Gary Skyner um, about the book. You can't, you won't. Um, I haven't got the book, by the way, and I haven't read the book. And the reason I didn't have the book was the day I worked with you, <laughs> everyone was sold that they, every single guest at that do bought your book. They wanted that book. It, it was incredible the way it, it, they were just waiting to get the book because they were so impressed by you. So. He
1: said- I ran out, ran out of boots. I've never done that
0: before in my life. I know. I, I was just overwhelmed, overwhelmed. So that that was great. Gary, looking back... Oh, oh, no, sorry. Stay with that before we look back. You were telling me, and we didn't really get a chance to talk about it, that you want to help other people because there's some people are not getting any help at all, are there? because of an age difference, is it? Explain. Well, Peter, as a...
1: I've gone on the Liverpool radio circuit, which you were. I I would wish to appeal on your show tonight. Look, we've we I found I found stuff in West Yorkshire and in other places around Great Britain where we've got graves, unmarked graves in graveyards, where thalidomide babies were dumped, literally sluice room scandals, I'm representing a family who were originally from Bradford but live in Bridlington now and they were given, uh, they were told by West Yorkshire Police that their baby was stillborn and when I got involved I had an interview with West Yorkshire Police, the third in command, a fellow called DCI Mark Swift and he promised me a full and thorough investigation. How many of the graveyards are there, Peter, up and down this Country of Ours, where thalidomide babies, people who played God, it was depicted really really well in uh, called the Midwife on BBC yeah. 1, yeah. where babies were born deformed and the word came from or anything that doesn't look like the norm, don't resuscitate, so people played God and it was depicted really really well, and again by the McGann brothers in Liverpool, you know um, it, it was it was a fantastic programme yeah. and it wasn't traumatised, was, that was fact babies that weren't the norm, short arms, no legs, no arms, get shot of them and they were just dumped in grave pieces, somebody played God with that yeah. and I would dearly love the support that my city has given to the injustice of Hillsborough I would love the support fellow Liverpool supporters, in fans, to get to the bottom of what happened 62 years ago and why I'm still fighting today, to get people accepted who've got the same arms as me, the same deformities as me, and because there's no record of their mother taking that drug, they've been denied justice. Wow. And if you knew how many cases there were, Peter... Of medical records going missing during the time of people's pregnancies, it's 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 nigh on It's an absolute scandal, absolute scandal.
0: It sounds incredible, and I'm I'm quite speechless at what you just said.
1: to God, Peter, I mean I know that I'm live on radio with and man. You know, um, everything I say could be t- could be taken down and used against me. Yeah. Yeah. I assure you.
0: that if people Google these thalidomide deaths in graves, I mean, you've only got to go on YouTube
1: and put in West Yorkshire Police thalidomide and you'll be able to see this poor family in West Yorkshire who've been denied justice. The police turned up at their house, Peter, with, uh, after telling them the baby was stillborn with a birth certificate and a death certificate 11 years later after they told them there were no birth or death certificates. And they've been falsified. And the police I, I, A police officer come into your house with the legal documents. And then she points out that it's been falsified. She said, This is massive, it's a massive yeah. massive injustice made to cover up on gargantuan scales.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Don't Gary
1: honestly yeah,
0: Gary growing up how hard has it been for you? I know you're a fighter, I know you won't let anything get you down, but how hard is it looking back, how hard has it been growing up with thalidomide?
1: Well, thankfully Peter, I was brought up in Liverpool late in Ludch Lane in Suxton. And I was never muddy cuddled. I was never I was always I had a fight after school like everyone else. I got punched in the mouth, I got kicked up the backside. Uh, nobody treated me as any different and I've been uh, I've got a very very strong um, I would say mental health attitude towards what's happened to me physically uh, but it has been difficult Peter because even now I mean I'm in force of insurance now and kids in the restaurant look at me I'm a bigger attached than Mickey Mouse would be at Disney World <laughs> you know kids are staring at you and saying oh what's happened to me because don't forget this Saturday was 60-odd years ago. And people look at me, you know, who is with an ironist left arm and a 14-inch right and no fingers. and It's difficult because of the stairs. I just lap it off, Peter. I've got the ability to lap it off. But it's not... Um, it's something you could do without, can we put it that way?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Now, you got yeah. married and had children. Were you frightened yeah. getting married and having children? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, I thought, you know, I had to say and the, yes, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the people who deliver the babies, would sick, you know, on my behalf, saying, "Look, please check—is everything okay?" You know, because don't forget where we were born, people, going back to 1959, 60, yeah. 61. There was no such thing as scans, and uh, you know, the gynecologists who were advising at the time. Uh, was saying to me Gary, look you, you know the baby you delivered me your eldest child Holly as soon as she came out the room, I was in the theater and he went Mr. Skyder come to him and he said, one, two three four five one two three four five wow. fingers toes, everything's perfect I did wow. tell you, but he didn't believe me and I said, doctor, I can't tell you how relieved I am but that's the case you know that's amazing and uh, but obviously I'm going to worry because there has been cases where thalidomide-affected uh, people have had children who've got similar deformities, right. but again, that's been brushed under the garbage, Peter. It's just been a massive scandal from 60-odd years
0: on. Have um, thalidomide um, people been um, rewarded yet by the government, or is this still ongoing? Well, we've been re- well, what we've
1: done is, we Ricky Tomlinson, uh, uh, assisted me greatly with. Uh, we got the tax exempt uh, from the compensation we received from my sister, which was derogatory anyway that you would tax compensation on yes. people who've been damaged like us. Yes. And um, Vicky also assisted. We're getting a twenty-six point four million payment from the from the, um, the Department of Health as a health grant. So as a result of that, I received me in particular, to see £30,000 a year in, in for further health grants to look after my health needs. Uh, and we also, through boycott, or a set of boycott, got the massive brew at Diageo to pay £148 million into a trust fund. But don't forget, when people mention millions, we're talking about 440 people, and 148000000 million doesn't even touch the size piece. Yeah. And, but basically, each of my victim gets about, on average, seventy five thousand pounds a year. That's to have the clothing adapted to get special transport, special diets, to have uh, the the property adapted, lifts installed, twenty uh, four hour care. It doesn't it doesn't even touch society. Yeah. Yeah.
0: See, you yeah. just said it in in one sentence. You just gave us a taste in one sentence of where the money would be used. Because some people will think, hang on, they get now much? But you just said it in one sentence. You don't think yeah. of the lift. You don't think of the diets. You don't think of how the house, which is expensive, to have it changed and to get clothes changed. It's You just make so much sense, Gary. So much sense. Well,
1: uh, well how can somebody look at me now? coming here i've i've traveled in in um, you know <laughs> i've sat with the cattle at the back of the place right because i can't afford to go in first class or club class but if you were to go in club class or first class that's where you should be you should be picked up at the house uh what well, because we're disabled it doesn't mean when we can't go on holiday and live normal lives yeah But people don't go on holiday with the Valley because they can't get the assistance that they need when they get it to the other end. Because they have financial restraints and they have that because they've never been properly compensated. And people don't realise that. You know, when it sounds like go to crying all the time and with you we're not. We've been honest to God, Peter, we've been hooding for sixty two years. It's an absolute disgrace.
0: Gary, uh, I'm going to have you on the show again because I could talk to you forever. You're a fascinating, interesting man. Can people get the book anywhere, or do they get it online, or how?
1: Uh, well, if my website page is and the email is Scouts at btinternet.com, and it's a five. I'll sign every book that anyone must, but it will be in
0: short on Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Get off. Gary, well, and the enjoy. Well, Peter, <laughs> go I on. Just want you to,
1: I just want to tease it off a little bit more before I go. The temperature here today was 74 degrees and bright sunshine. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> Bye-bye, Gary Skiner <laughs> tell mate. Tell If you enjoyed that podcast... Why not subscribe? Because you know it's free, and we've got some great podcasts, cost you nothing. Liverpool Live.